Praise the Lord. This is Brother Julius Adiumi. And today I'm going to go through the book of Hebrews in this teaching. And I pray that the Lord will give you insight and understanding in some of this letter. I believe this is written by Apostle Paul. Epistle to the Hebrews. Starting from chapter 1. This is a very large, a very long chapter from chapter 1 to chapter 13. And it's, brick, and it's in so many versions, but I will more or less just go through it, reading it, and I believe that the Lord will give you insight as we read through. The first chapter really talks about the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, but this was written to the Hebrews. I will read and then I will stop and pause and give some exhortation, not some exposition of the scriptures. But the book of Hebrews, I want you to realize, is a book for study. So listen closely and the Lord will bless you all. The Epistle to the Hebrews, chapter 1. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners, speak in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, as in this last day spoken unto us by his Son. That was how it was introduced. As in this last day spoken unto us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the walls. So you can see that this book of Hebrews is a book of revealing the plan of God from the foundation of the world that what human beings did not know, why did we come over here, who, who is God, is revealing himself to God Almighty. He has planned this before the foundation of the world that he will bring forth a son that is going to rule the world. This is what he is saying there, that in the time past, in the days of the elders, the fathers, I mean Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, say he talk, and then all the Hebrews, uh, the sons of Jacob, Moses, and all those people in the days of the Israelites, he said God was speaking to them by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken unto us by his son, which means he sent his son to speak to us. To the human race. And that was the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, Whom he has appointed heir of all things, I mean the Son of God, that is God manifested in the form of flesh. Is the heir of all things that is going to inherit all these physical universes. You can call it physical universes. Because in another place, Apostle Paul said, God has planned to 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 make all things in Christ. Let me read that in the book of Ephesians. Chapter 1, that God planned that in the dispersion of the fullness of time, he will bring all things into under Christ. Let me read up to you quickly in the book of Hebrew, or in the book of Ephesians, chapter 1. Where Apostle Paul said, verse 10, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 10. Let me start from verse 9. That, Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, that is the mystery of the will of God, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself. This is planned by God before he created all things. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, that is at the right time, according to his plan, he might gather together all in one, gather together in one, all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are not even in him. That was Apostle Paul that wrote that. And that was the same thing he is referring to in the book of Hebrews when he said, 
in chapter 1 of Hebrews verse 2 and said, God now has spoken unto us by his son, whom this son whom he has appointed heir of all things. He is going to inherit all things in the universe. By whom also, that is by this son of God, he made the walls. You see, that means the Lord Jesus Christ made the walls. It's not just this world, the walls, plural. Which means there are, we can say that can be we can infer that that means there are other walls other than this one on this physical heart that we are standing. There are other walls. Of course, you can say if there are no other walls, where this Enoch went to physically. If there are no other walls, where was Elijah gone to? Think about that. You see where he went to heaven. That's why because in those days anybody that go out into the sky, they say heaven. He went to heaven. But see the heaven they are talking about. It's above us in the, in the physical universe where there is moon, there are planets and so on and so on, and all the stars. That's also heaven. But is that where is that the physical universe that you can find God? Well, let's see what the logic guy said. When Jesus Christ was on earth, what did he say? God the logic guy made a mention of a particular topic when he said, But no man has ascended to heaven, that's the gospel of John. No man has ascended to heaven except he that descended. You say what? What about uh, Elijah the prophet? Where did he go? Because he was gone before the Lord Jesus Christ was on earth. What about Enoch that we said was gone to heaven? He was gone before the Lord Jesus Christ was on earth. But Jesus Christ said it in Gospel of John chapter 3 when he was talking to Nicodemus. Let me read that verse to you again. Verse, from verse 10 to 13, actually what I'm going to is Verse 13. This is the Lord Jesus Christ talking to Nicodemus. Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel? And knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? This is verse 13 I'm going. And no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. Now, think about that. The Lord Jesus said, No man has ascended up to heaven, but he knew about Enoch, which reportedly was taken to heaven. But he was not talking about that's a different heaven. He knew about Elijah the prophet, where the Bible said a chariot of fire took him up, purposely, or purportedly to heaven. Jesus Christ said, no man has ascended to heaven, but he that descended from heaven. So, which means there are several heavens. Not this physical universe alone, which perhaps we should call worlds. Because that's what Apostle Paul was saying in the book of Hebrew, that there are worlds. Worlds means it's a physical place. It could be physically on this side, maybe on the Jupiter, who knows, maybe there's something there. Maybe on the Mars, who knows, maybe there's something there. the scientists are trying to look for that. They say there are walls, plural, that the Lord has made. That's why he's saying verse 2. That in these last days, God has spoken unto us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the walls, plural. That is, this physical world we are in called earth, and maybe other walls that are, we don't know, that are out there, that scientists have been looking through their telescope and say, wow. There's Mars, there's Jupiter, there's Saturn, and there are other galaxies, super galaxies, super clusters. 
and they say this is, it's, a, it's war without end right out there and there are billions of light years away and Bible said the Lord has made all made the walls so think about that just put that on the, on the on the back of your mind so that you know that you are you are serving a great God he said there's no searching of him no searching of him you cannot serve, you cannot search God out by 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 your mental being or by trying to look into the telescope the Christ made us to see that there are walls there, and I also said, No man has ascended up to heaven except he that descended from heaven, the son of man which is in heaven. Let's put that aside. Now let's go to verse 3 again. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. Now he's talking about this son of God, who being the brightness of his glory, the brightness of God's glory, and the express image of his person. And this Jesus Christ is the express image of God's personality. And upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down the right hand of the majesty on high. That is Christ, sat down the, on the right hand of majesty on high, because the Bible said he has ended up to everyone and seated up at the right hand of God. Verse 4 says, Being made so much better than the angels. As he has by inheritance, by inheritance, obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said he at any time? Now, let me start some of us. For he said, The Lord has is made much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance. By inheritance, he obtained a more excellent name than they. Because he is son of God. He is son of God. You have to remember that not only Son of God, is actually God manifested in the form of human flesh. That's why he called Son of God. And he came down from heaven. Just like I said, the old man has ascended to heaven, but he that descended from heaven. The Son of Man, which is in heaven. This is how I interpret that. Look at, look at uh, the book of Ezekiel. When you look at the book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel said he saw the, the manifestation of God to him. And what did he see? Sitting on that throne, when the seekers saw cherubims that are flashing up and up and down, and when they he said they, when they let down their wings, that is the cherubims in the book of Ezekiel, when they let down their wings, he saw a throne above their head, and on top of that throne, he said he saw somebody that that was. To look upon like the similitude of a son of man. What does a son of man mean to you? That means he has appearance like us. One head, two hands, no wings. Or I would have called him an angel or cherub. And he was standing like a human being. That's what he like a son of man. But that was what he saw sitting on the throne. The only the, the only point he said was that from the from his loins, from the waist. That was, was like a pillar of fire, but it was tracing a human being. And from his waist up was like a pillar of fire, but like a fire, but tracing a human being. And that means God in that realm was manifesting as a pillar of fire trace of a human being and like a son of man. That's why James, that's why Ezekiel said it, it was to look upon like a son of man sitting upon the throne. And that was the logic I said, this is that son, that is what he meant by no man has ascended to heaven, but he that descended, the son of man which is in heaven, 
If anybody will understand what, he, what Christ said in that Gospel of John chapter 3, you will notice that he was saying what Ezekiel saw as the Son of Man in, on, the, on, on those cherubs, that was him. That was him, the Lord Jesus Christ. That was him. And he came down. He said, well, when he came down, nobody on the throne. Oh, yes, he's everywhere. That's, you remember that? He's everywhere. So that is really what you are what you have to understand when Apostle when Apostle Paul was saying he has obtained a more excellent name than the angels because he is son of God and he's the express image of God, just put on the human flesh and came down among us and he said, No man has ascended to heaven, but he that descended, even the son of man is in heaven. But it's the son of man that Ezekiel saw on that throne. That is this same son of man. That came down from heaven. That's really what Ezekiel was saying. Um, that is what the uh, Hebrew was telling us here when he said, when he, and that was what the logical was saying when he said, No man has ascended to heaven except he that descended, which is the Son of Man in heaven. And that is the Son of Man which is in heaven. Okay, let's go now, continue to the book of Hebrews, chapter 1 that we are reading. Verse 4 said, for unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Now it's referring to what was recorded in the book of Psalms. In Psalm 2, verse 7. Say, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And people couldn't understand what that means. That was a prophecy, only goes speaking through the mouth of David. But he was talking about the Messiah. Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. That's what I, the book of Hebrews was refer, referring to. That it was, it was actually, re, no, not just talking about David. It was talking about the Son of God. When he said, "Israel is my firstborn," it's not talking about uh, Jacob. It's talking about the Son of God, the Son of Man that is going to be the firstborn. Remember that when the when the prophet was saying, "Israel is my firstborn," which means God, we have other sons, not so. The word written by Israel is my first son. It's not talking about the nation Israel per se, or Jacob, the son of Isaac per se. It's talking about the sons of God at the end. The firstborn will be Israel, which is the seed of Abraham, which is Christ, is the firstborn. And that's what he meant by he is the firstborn of all things. The firstborn from all things. He is the first from the dead. So that means Israel is my firstborn. Then out of all, out of that will be the seed of God, all the sons of God at the end time, we that we come up to become like Christ. We are, we are all sons of God also. But the firstborn, say Israel is my firstborn. It's referring to the Christ. That is me, the firstborn. And that is really mean that he, he himself put on the human flesh and became human being like us in the firstborn. But they come through the nation Israel. So that's Israel is my firstborn. Every other nation that are that are redeemed. Are sons, I mean, people in from that nature are deemed as sons of God, also. He said, Israel is my first, my firstborn. And in verse 5, as we are reading Hebrews chapter 1, verse 5, he said, And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. Verse 6, and again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he said, And let all the angels of God worship him. Let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he said, Who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire? That is, the angels are spirits, and he said, They are like flames of fire when they, when they manifest. But he said, Unto the Son, he said, Thou thy throne, O God. That is, he's calling the Son of this Son that is to be born, O God. Which means it's God Himself that is Son when He came after human being. That's what he, this book is referring to. 
so that you can read between the lines and say, oh, what was he meaning by this? He was referring to the, all these things that were written in the book of Psalms. Let's read that Psalm 2, where all of these things were actually reported. But see, people were reading it all just like Psalm, they just memorized it. They didn't even know that it was actually a revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ coming to the world. And here is where he, he, was, he was referring to all of these things in Psalm 2. Here is verse uh, 7, where he first mentioned that I will declare the decree this Lord has said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. See, he's talking about the, the prophecy about the Messiah that God was saying, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And then when he gets to verse 6, he says, He said, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A setter of righteousness is the setter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, has appointed thee, anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, that was in Psalm 110. Let me read Psalm 110 because you see all of these declarations were, were scattered in every so many places in the book of Psalms, where the Holy Ghost was prophesying through the mouth of King David everything that so has to do with the messiah when i get a bible verse i read it again it said thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity therefore god even thy god has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows and thou lord in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of thy hands they shall perish, but thou remainest, and they all shall wax old as does a garment, and as a vesture shall thou fold them up. And they shall be changed, but thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. Now, that was quoted point blank from the book of Psalms. But he, say, he said all of those things were referring to Christ. That's what he's talking about here. Like everything that was being said is referring to Christ, which means in in talking, he's saying, Thy throne, O God, that is Christ, is God Almighty. You see, that is really what he's referring to when he's saying he has a better name than just angels. Angels are not called gods. See, but he's talking about the, the Son of God, that Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. You can see where he was just prophesying that the Messiah will be ruling from, from, from the earth forever and ever, yes. But they call him God Almighty. Because it's God manifested in the flesh. And it's even God, even thy God. You see, that's why the Messiah even called the, the God in heaven his father. And he called, he said, that, he said that when you he talked to Mary Magdalene, when he, after he resurrected, I go unto my father and your father, my God and your God. And he wanted us to start addressing God as our father and our God, just like the Lord Christ was addressing the father as my father and my God. That is the position is bringing us to, and we have to understand that we are becoming sons of God, like Lord Jesus Christ. When we come to the fullness of the Church of Christ, we be just like and we call Him, the Lord Jesus Christ, our God and our Father. But that's why the Bible calls Him everlasting Father. See, there will not be two everlasting Father that they won't call Christ and they won't call God. No, you see, God is the one that is in Christ that put on the human flesh. That's why He says His name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, 
the Prince of Peace. He said, all these scriptures are tie, they tie together. This Hebrew chapter 1 is pointing to the battle. We should all know that God is one and he manifested to human beings and also as Christ. That is really what he's saying because there was a time I was preaching in one village very close to a city, the city of Lagos. And one of those Muslim rab rabbis or Muslim uh, scholars stopped me on the on the on the on the on the street and said, You guys are deceiving people. I said, How do you say that? He said, open your Bible and point to I said some so and so and told me to read it out. And I said, Okay, I read it. So he said, I said, I am the only God and no no beside me there is no savior. He said, Aha. God said there's no savior except him. Why are you saying, why are you guys saying Jesus is your savior? I say, well, thank you for asking that question. But who is Jesus? Let's read it. In the same book of Isaiah. Just look at it, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. He said, read it. So I said, okay, listen. Here is chapter, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Unto us a child is born. A child is born. A woman being, yeah. Unto us a son is given. A son is given. Given by whom? By God to us. A woman being, yeah. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, upon this shoulder of this son. And his name shall be called, the name of this son shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God. You see that son will be called the Mighty God, yeah. It's just a, a nickname. No, it's the God himself. He's telling us himself. He's coming down as the son of God. That's what he's telling us in the, in the mystery there by the book of Isaiah the prophet. The same God that was talking through the mouth of Isaiah the prophet. He said this son will be called the Mighty God, not, not over yet. He said he will be called the everlasting father. Everlasting father? That's God, he's the everlasting father. You see that? And he called him, said, the prince of peace. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. The same prophet, the same spirit that was talking through the mouth of Isaiah, Isaiah the book of Isaiah, that said this son will be called the prince of peace, the mighty God, the everlasting father. Is the same spirit that was talking through the mouth of Isaiah, the prophet, and said, Beside me, there is no savior, which means it's the same person that is talking through the mouth of Isaiah. It's the one that is the Jehovah that is talking through the mouth of Isaiah, the prophet. That man, that that Muslim rabbi, when he heard that, he, he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't say anymore. He said, well, maybe it's just an exaggeration. <laughs> I said, exaggeration. Isaiah was exaggerating, saying somebody is be called everlasting father. Isaiah is exaggerating, saying somebody be called the mighty God. And then as I must have been exactly when he said there's no other savior beside me. See? And that's, that's another chapter of the book of Isaiah chapter 43. So that's why I'm trying to make you to see this book of Hebrew chapter 1 was also referring to the fact that he's pointing out to us that the Lord Jesus Christ is God manifested in the flesh. That is what Hebrew chapter 1 is trying to establish for us so that we know whom we are following. And let's continue with the book of Hebrew chapter 1. And he described the book of Psalms where it was, he, he quoted the book of Psalms where it was prophesied about the Messiah that verse 10 said, And thou, Lord, as the Messiah, in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth. Remember, in verse 2, he already said that he made the walls through the Son of God. He made the walls, plural, through the Son of God that was to come. Praise the Lord. Well, we will continue this message in the next broadcast. The Bible said, Precept shall be upon precept, line upon line, a little there, a little there. And I pray that you will not miss the next broadcast so that you can build upon that which you have just learned today. The Bible said, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing 
by the word of God. In, in other words, we can say faith coming by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. It's not just a one-time shot. You must keep hearing the word so that your faith can be built up. We shall continue this message in the next broadcast. Don't miss the next broadcast. God bless you.